0: And it's interesting. If you guys go and ask your moms and your grandmas how their postpartum care was, they're like, what post? It hasn't changed at <laughs> all. Nothing.
1: Nothing's evolved. No, Nothing. There's no, everything else evolves except for postpartum care and mental health. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. Like, here we are.
2: Welcome to the Messy Mom Podcast by Fit Mama and 30. I'm Bailey.
1: And I'm Carrie.
2: And the Messy Mom Podcast is all about ditching the idea of perfection during motherhood and embracing the messy, ranging from topics about pre and postnatal health and wellness, infertility, mom guilt, and of course, the craziness that comes with raising a family.
1: So if you would like to live on this podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review as this helps other mamas learn to embrace the messy with us. So get ready for a 30 minutes of real, raw, and messy content. Let's get started. Hey, hey, mamas. Welcome to another episode of the Messy Mom Podcast. Hello, hello. Happy Monday. Yes, we are so excited. Uh, this one, we brought on a guest, so it's no no coffee chat with us this time. No, but we got a good response from that, by I the know. way. People seem to like it. We'll bring
2: you back some glossy, <laughs> sassy,
0: glossy. Maybe maybe, maybe not maybe the not. glossy
2: guide. Maybe not. maybe not the glossy guide, but we will bring back a coffee chat and maybe a dad joke segment.
1: Yeah, I don't think we can cut that out, but the glossy, I'm sorry. Maybe not. Yeah. Yeah. So this time we brought on Stacia Scott. She started her own postpartum care and it's all virtual. Cool. Honestly, one of the coolest concepts. I've heard of. It's really cool. It was so cool. Bailey actually connected with her on Instagram and kind of heard about what she's doing. So we brought her on because as you all know, Bailey and I talk about this all the time, prenatal and postpartum care, especially in our country, is nowhere close to where it needs to be. Mm -mm. So just hearing what she's offering and she has a really cool, I mean, I say cool, it's frightening. She has two frightening stories of what just really fired her up uh, to start what she did. So yeah, we brought her on. She was talking about a story about herself and her friend's postpartum experience that almost cost her her life and just fired her up. She's a nurse practitioner, has always really focused in women's health, right? Women's health. Yes. Yes.
2: And very passionate as you will see here in a little bit. She just has so much Passion behind her voice. And you can just really tell that this is what she is truly meant to do. And it's just so needed, as you will soon hear. Some of the numbers that she has and statistics are very frightening. And I really think she's at the forefront of this. And I just think you all are really going to find this very informational, but also very eye opening, too.
1: Oh, I totally agree. Yeah. So take a listen. Also, you know, for you postpartum moms who are about to listen to this too, we all mean this. Like, if you feel something is off, you need to reach out. So that is like you'll hear that throughout this whole podcast. That is the overwhelming message. Whether it's Stacia or whether it's your whoever it is, if something you know when something's off, and there's never a wrong reason to reach out. So just kind of keep that in mind if that's the kind of stage of life you're in. But just take a listen. We thought it was very very informative and just a lot of really good tips in there. So take a listen and as always reach out with questions. Hey, Stacia, welcome to the messy mom podcast.
0: Hi, thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here with you guys.
1: Thanks for having, thanks for coming on. We've been like Bailey and I, um, and if you haven't, for all of you listening, if you did not look at the title of the podcast, we are talking about postpartum care and If you've listened to anything Bailey and I ever talk about, postpartum care, and we know the lack thereof in terms of fitness, in terms of health, in terms of care for mom and baby just are not where they should be. So having you on today is going to be awesome. We're really excited. So before we jump into the whole topic, why don't you just tell everyone just a little bit about yourself, whatever you want to share, personal, professional, hobbies, jump in.
0: Well, thank you so much. I'm really excited podcasts I listen to, and I am just thrilled that we're able to do this. So thank you. So yeah, I am Stacia Scott. I am the owner of Postpartum Care of Indiana. I am a nurse practitioner, but more importantly, I am a wife and a mom. And um, I am married to my high school sweetheart, Eric. We both are from Carmel, Indiana. Uh, My family has been in Carmel since the 40s. And a fun little fact is that my grandfather was actually the athletic director at Carmel High School for like 35 years. So we've been here for a long time. And we got married in 2017. And we have three, three and under, all boys. So we have a three-year-old. We have a one-year-old who'll be two at the end of February. And then we have a 16-week-old little boy. So we have Shepard, Easton, and Cody. So So Uh I am busy. (laughs) (laughs) And I feel like I've been in postpartum for like three years. (laughs) Forever? For (laughs) forever. Yes. (laughs) I feel like my postpartum is never ending. (laughs) So yeah, I am a nurse practitioner, like I said, and my primary background is women's health oncology, labor and delivery, and internal medicine. So of course you're a nurse before you're a nurse practitioner. So I've been a nurse for 12 years, a nurse practitioner for almost three. So I've had my fair share of experience, but postpartum, man, that changes your outlook on a lot of things.
1: Oh think boy, does is it? <laughs> <laughs> Bailey's in the thick of it. <laughs>
2: yeah. yeah. I feel like I'm finally starting to get a little bit more back to where I was maybe pre, but mm-hmm. I still got some work to do.
0: Well, <laughs> we, all we all do. do. We all and do. I think I
2: probably will for the rest of my life probably, yes. let's be real.
1: Yeah, <laughs> totally. Well, with that, do you want to go ahead and jump on in? I know you kind of mentioned before we recorded. Yeah, we were talking a little bit about how you are virtual. Yes. So let's just start with why you started Postpartum Care of Indiana yeah, specifically. But but talk about all that you do because it's real cool.
0: Yeah. Okay. So. You know, as a first-time mom when you are pregnant and you're excited and I delivered babies. I mean, I was in labor and delivery before I even got married. And so when I found out I was pregnant, we did we we had fertility issues. I have really bad endometriosis. We did fertility, we did IUI and we were blessed to have a baby through that route, but you're like, "Oh my gosh, you know, everything is all about the labor aspect, right? Like it is you're monitored closely, you get your labs drawn. They're like, okay, like, what are your preferences with labor? You kind of start to think about it, but there is nothing postpartum. And labor literally goes one of two ways, vaginally or C-section. That baby's not coming out of any other opening in your body besides those, you know, they're either going to make that opening or it's coming out naturally not coming out your nose. And so (laughs) there are so many ways that postpartum can go, right? A thousand different directions. So of course, after delivery, I'm like, I got this, like, you know, this is going to be easy. And the minute I left the hospital, I felt like a crazy person. I had no idea what I was doing. I'm like, wait a second. Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. Where's, Where's my nurse? Where's my support? why is my doctor no longer here? Why can't I see him? Like, why can't I, like, what am I doing? How often do I feed? Why do my breasts hurt? Why am I bleeding? Like, is this normal? Is this abnormal? Why do I have these awful night sweats that no one talks about? How come I'm still having contractions when I'm feeding? So many things that I was like, what is going on with my body? So that is when I really started to dive into postpartum care and making myself more of an expert in the field for my own benefit. And I quickly knew something was going on mentally, so I at around 6 months postpartum, I was diagnosed with postpartum OCD, postpartum rage, and postpartum anxiety. Is this with your first? This is with my first. Mind you, again, I I'm in the medical field. I had no idea that these were even a thing. I had no idea what the symptoms were to look out for. I had no idea where to go to get support. All it was is, hey, let's put you on some medicine and send you on your merry way. Which again, I was like, okay, that sounds good. Will it make me feel better? Sure. But it really, I found out quickly it was just putting a Band-Aid over my issues. So I kept like researching whatever started my own routines just from my own research. And then fast forward to January of 2021, one of my very best friends um, was having her first baby. And she had a beautiful pregnancy, a great delivery. Everything was fantastic. And then she was sent home. And about 12 hours after she was sent home postpartum, she called me. And she, we were just chatting and she said, oh, by the way, right before we got off the phone, she's like, my legs are really swollen. And I was like, well, what do you mean they're really swollen? And she sent me a picture and I was like, oh, "Man, oh man, exactly. I said, hey, Charles, you're really not going to want to hear this, but you're going to call your doctor and you are going to the ER. And she's like, are you kidding me? Like, no, this is my first. I just got home. And I said, you need to go. So she did, thank heaven. But she was admitted and she was put on magnesium because her blood pressure was super high. And the next day, fast forward, there's a lot in between. But fast forward, I get this dreaded phone call that I literally can never get like through this story without crying because it was one of the most. Horrific phone calls. If you can imagine, one of your friends who's young and healthy being told that she had coded and she was being lifeline down to Riley OBICU in Indianapolis, and I'm sitting here just like, wait, what? I mean, hold on. I just talked to her this morning. She was fine, and she ended up having postpartum cardiac myopathy induced by high blood pressure that went poorly managed. (laughs) Wow. Uh, better word. So, what I'm getting at is it was 100% completely preventable. 100%. And at no fault of anybody truly, this is just where we're at with postpartum care. We are at that point where we OBGYN see all women. They see all facets of life, right? They see from the minute These young girls start their periods all the way through geriatric age. So postpartum, it takes up a lot of time. And unfortunately, in the United States, we've never changed postpartum care. And so I remember coming downstairs after, thank heavens, she FaceTimed me. And it was the first time that I could hear her voice. And I was like, all right, I'm done. This cannot happen to families. This should have never happened. And how often does this happen? And I came downstairs and I said, babe, I'm opening up a clinic. I'm doing it. I'm done. This needs to change. We deserve better. Moms deserve better. I'm done. I'm doing this. And I just dove head first. And that's when Postpartum Care of Indiana came to fruition.
2: That's awesome. And well, as far as how you started. That- yeah. Mm-hmm. Very sad about your friend. And I'm 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 glad she's okay, right? She now. Is, she's, she's okay. Full recovery. Good.
0: Yeah, we just celebrated, oh, we call it her wake up day on uh January 10th. So we just celebrated oh, her man. one year wake up day.
2: Yeah. Oh so. gosh. That and that wasn't even that long ago. Wow. Oh, that's a yeah. year. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. That's so scary. And I can totally relate to you when it comes to postpartum in general. I felt the exact same way. Sure. I only have my one son, but after I had him, and I remember talking to Carrie about this, I was like, I just don't know what is what is okay and what is not okay. Like I'm bleeding. Right. Like right. is I feel like I'm bleeding a lot. Uh-huh. Like uh-huh. they it says don't be concerned unless it's this amount. I'm like well it's yes. not. I'm like right. well, it's not that, but it's really close. And like it I is. do kind of have like a low grade fever. And is that it an is. infection or I ended up having COVID. So if anyone wants to listen to my sure. birth story, yeah, <laughs> COVID right after I gave birth to crew. Gosh. So. Yeah. Just the questions, especially for first time moms right? in particular, right. it's like you, you've you never done this before. And like you said, sure. it's either happening one way or the other. And no matter how it happens, you're just not, you don't know what to expect. And I even took like, I tried to do all the things like yes. the birth course yes. and yes. all of this. <laughs> and it's like, gosh, it's, and you don't really understand until you go through it for the first time.
0: Right. Well, and my favorite part is in postpartum. Now that I've had my third is when you're like packing up and you're getting ready to go and you're all excited to get this baby and you're packing everything up. And in the midst of packing up and leaving they are they literally sit and they go through like five minutes. Like, hey, if you have bleeding, if you have this, if you have that, if you have this, and then they hand you this packet and they're like, if you have any other questions, it's all in this packet. Well, where does that packet go? It's either lost, thrown in the trash, <laughs> put in a drawer. You don't look at it because you're so overwhelmed. So I think that they try It's just not the right time. I mean, Mm -hmm. before you leave, after you have a baby, you've been up all night, you're bleeding, you're in pain, you're figuring out your own stuff. Like right before you leave to go home is probably not the best time that you're going to get my attention that I'm actually going to be like, oh, okay, this makes sense. you know. And so for us, we are all telehealth. I know I wanted to say that we are all telehealth. And we focus on five areas. So when I was researching and coming up with how do how in the world do you treat postpartum moms? Because none of their journeys are the same. And so as I was researching for my own benefit starting almost four years ago now, I was like, okay, they, these are common themes I'm seeing. And so I came up with like pillars or umbrellas. I think we call them essential areas on on the website. But the five areas are number one is preparation. Number two is sleep and rest. Number three is nutrition and supplements. Number four is companionship. And number five is ongoing coaching or ongoing preparation. So some like, for example, I have patients that are, you know, in between like six, months postpartum to all the way to two years postpartum. I even have some that are pregnant that have already seen me that they're, they're getting their preparation in but preparation for postpartum never ends because you have to think of postpartum similar to your pregnancies. You have these trimesters of hormone waves that you're going to experience. So at like four and six months postpartum, you will feel another dip in your hormones between eight and 10 months postpartum. You will feel another dip in your hormones. So things that happen that I can prepare moms for and say, hey, listen, like when you start your period, like these things may happen when you do X, Y, Z, these things may happen. So that's what preparation can look like. We also do postpartum anxiety and depression screenings at every other visit, because as studies show, postpartum anxiety and depression can happen at any point in time after that two week baby blue period and it looks different for everyone. So the reason we do that is because I don't want to miss that threshold. Um, a lot of my moms I'm seeing weekly. And so I make sure like, okay, I want to make sure we hit that threshold if you're feeling a certain way. And it's not just the standard postpartum anxiety and depression screening. It's actually our own. My other nurse practitioner, Sarah, and I put it together. And so it's very focused on moms. So it's not Are you feeling tired? Like it is, it's more, hey, are you afraid to get in your yes, I actually (laughs) am. You know what I'm talking about when you go to, when you go to your six week visit and you're (laughs) filling this out and you're like, yep, 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 yep. And you're just like, okay, well clearly something's wrong with me. These are more like, are you fearful to fall down the stairs while you're holding your baby? Are you having obsessive thoughts that your baby is going to be sick all the time? Are you having trouble leaving your home to go meet up with other friends or family? Are you, are people saying that they're worried about you? I mean, it's just, it's a very different screening form tailored to moms. So that's kind of, yeah. Yeah.
2: I love that you provide all of that. And like you mentioned, it's so needed, especially at this time of a woman's life, because it's Mm -hmm. like we said, you just don't really know what to expect, especially the first time. And it could be different every time, right?
0: Yes, I have multiple moms like moms moms of multiples that this is yeah. like their second or third postpartum and they're like, "Oh my gosh."
2: And it's probably made such a huge difference. Yeah. Sure.
0: Yeah, I mean, all of my patients so far, we we opened January 2nd, we have 12 patients. Wow. And yeah, wow. I was like, I was like, I just want one. And I just signed <laughs> up five this week alone. Wow. I mean, this week and last It just shows you how needed and wanted it is. It truly, mm-hmm. truly does. And we also have a whole bereavement program because they are also left high and dry. Is these four yeah. bereavement moms that not only do they go through postpartum, but they don't have a baby to show for those symptoms that they're having. And that is super Ugh. traumatic. Oh, they I have can't imagine. very minimal support. So one of my nurses, Kendall, she is heading all the bereavement support for our moms. She's really passionate about it. Mm-hmm.
2: That's awesome. And I feel like you started to talk about this, and I felt like you, I got a little bit of an understanding of sure. why this might be happening. But why do you feel postpartum care is so overlooked? You kind of started mm-hmm. to to talk about it a little bit, but it's, you just wouldn't think that it would be because it's such a huge thing that happens in a lot of women and families lives. Yes. So why do you think that is?
0: I really like this question. I think it's a, a an accumulation of different things. I think that one, it's where our complacency has been. Postpartum is very difficult to manage. That is why I had like my proprietary pillars is what I like to call them. It takes a lot of time and effort And I truly, truly believe that OBGYNs do not have the time. They are bombarded with all women of all ages, as I said. In a perfect world, I wish that we could split it and have OBs and GYNs. That way, OBs just took care of moms and babies and postpartum, and GYNs took care of every other need. Yeah. I find it very sad. I think we're one of the only developed countries in the world that really doesn't look at postpartum as as a need. I know a lot of insurance companies don't cover postpartum. That's why I can't take insurance, That's and I'm very it's up- nuts.
1: That, is, that is so nuts to it's, me. It's crazy because you, you I know it's all I mean a lot of it I know insurance is about money, and we get that. but like if you think about like what you said right there, if we had more people like you who were where they could feel these questions and understand for an insurance company, you probably would actually save money if you'd put a little bit effort into people like yourself. Right. You know?
2: Well, and also to kind of chime in on that, what what we always talk about is if someone injures themselves in like a sporting, you know, in a sport, Mm -hmm. insurance typically covers whatever surgery (laughs) they have to have, whatever care they have to have. So why is it any different with postpartum care when you're literally having either surgery or a major, it could be a complication or yes. just the yes. in of itself is yes. a lot on the body. So it's yes. just mind boggling to me.
0: Well, I think to clarify the, um, postpartum, when you have a healthy delivery, it's not covered but if you have like a like if you have a c section you are you are able to get more visits postpartum just because as you said like the surgery aspect but again a lot of postpartum issues that we're seeing aren't a ton of physical as they are mental and yeah. so i think that because of the lack of support that we have and thank goodness for postpartum support international for bringing for being for bringing perinatal mood disorders to light i still think there's a lack thank goodness for them. But it is very difficult, as you know, when you have, a, like I, I've i had a perinatal mood disorder, to put your thoughts and how you are feeling into words and have someone understand that this is, I'm not doing this on purpose. Like I truly, truly can't help it. And so I see it all the time with my patients. They're like, I'm trying to tell my husband this and my spouse this or my significant other. And I cannot tell them how I feel without them looking at me like. You can help this. You know what I mean? And so mm-hmm. we help navigate that. Like we help, I, I actually encourage all of my patients, their significant other can be on any and every call that they want for free. It's not an extra charge. I think it's really important to have that another person to say like, hey, like we're not making this up. We literally can't yeah. help how, you know, we can't help our rage, but we can come up with ways to be able to establish awareness about what's going on with us. And so we do that. We coach them through that. We have different homework or um, challenges at the end of every session that we have. We provide a whole nutrient list. We get labs for our patients because that's another thing that's not done, which is insane to me that postpartum, we don't get labs drawn on us. Are you kidding me? With all of our hormone fluctuations, like what is happening? So I, again, I don't think it's any fault of anyone. I truly just don't think anyone has said enough's enough. Why are the mortality rates so high? Why are 80 to 90% of these preventable? Why is this still happening? And so I hope to change that. I hope to bring it to light, truly.
1: Are you currently pregnant, postpartum, or beyond? Lucky for you, Fit Mom on 30 has an exercise and nutrition program for every stage of motherhood. And the best part, the workouts are 30 minutes or less. We know there are about a million online fitness options at your fingertips,
2: but our science-backed and doctor-approved fitness and nutrition programs are designed to support you wherever you're at. From safe and effective pre- and postnatal workouts to our
1: 30-minute strength and cardio conditioning classes, there's truly something for everyone. Do we also mention that we have seasonal recipe guides to nourish not only you, but your entire family? Because let's face it, ain't no one going to be making multiple meals in my house. We know
2: finding the time to exercise and eat well can be challenging once you become a mom, and that's exactly why we started
1: Fit Mom in 30. We want you to find your groove again with fitness and nutrition, which is why you can try any of our Fit Mom in 30 programs completely free for seven days. And
2: if you decide you want to stick with us after the seven days, you can get $10 off your membership. All you have to do is enter the code podcast at checkout.
1: Stasia, you wear a lot of hats. (laughs) Like you do. I can't like, I'm just like sitting here trying to fathom like the number and of things that a postpartum mom would want to ask you or Mm -hmm. get coached through and like It's unlimited.
0: It is unlimited, which makes it so great. It's so great. This is my love language. Like, this is why I know God put me on this earth. This is my calling. I love educating and affirming. I love just saying, mom, like, you're not alone. You are not crazy. This is actually a very normal thing. I say my patients will laugh if they listen to this. I say it's abnormally normal because it is. Yeah. You know, we pay attention to where they're at in their postpartum. Uh, We pay attention to trauma that they may have gone through during their pregnancy or a lot of moms that I see had fertility issues. And so postpartum, that's triggering for them. Anything that's going wrong or any pain or anything. So we take a look at the whole picture for each mom. And so no mom's journey and postpartum care plan that we customize for them is the same. They're all different.
1: That's amazing. And what, sorry, you mentioned, you say postpartum international, who were you? What did you, what was the organization?
0: Postpartum support international PSI. They are all over the world and they have truly brought to light perinatal mood disorders. That is what they do. They awareness. Yes. And they have therapists on their staff. You can get certified through them to be able to treat perinatal mood disorders. So it, they are amazing.
1: And is there? So I know, like you said, you're local. You're local to Indiana, but you're telehealth. Mm-hmm. Do you know of other state? Like one, well, the other thing. So for everyone listening, I don't know if you. This is what was like a shocking stat <laughs> that Bailey and Stasia shared with me right before that Indiana is like the third mm-hmm. highest postpartum mm-hmm. mortality rate.
0: Yep, the third.
1: That's it's insane to me.
0: I know. So eighty three percent of deaths, maternal deaths. So think about this. 83% of all maternal deaths happen postpartum.
1: Wow. Like okay, like if anywhere from once they leave the hospital. Would yep. that be would that be considered or Yep.
0: Wow. Yep. happen postpartum. And of those 83%, 80% and they're thinking it's even higher than that. For this I haven't seen this ne- this this last year's data yet but 80% of those are 100% preventable. That's not. So if you think like my, like my best friend, her going through what she did was preventable. It was all preventable, all of it. So to me, I'm like, okay, what, what is happening? Like why, you know, but you also have to think on the flip side, hospitals are a business. So You know, and I'm not saying that they give bad care. It's just, hey, you know, one patient in, one patient out. Like postpartum is very quick, you know, in and out, in and out. But moms can actually, and I teach them this, like you can advocate for yourself. You can say, hey, I've noticed my blood pressure is really high. I'm not really comfortable with going home. I would like to stay another night. And you will stay another night. Insurance will cover it.
1: Is that, so just for for instance, in your friend's situation, Mm -hmm. so- so obviously, she should have never been clear. Like and again, not putting fault here. No, anyone, not at all. Technically, yeah. she should not have been clear to leave the hospital. Yeah. Is that what you're saying? Is Absolutely that why it's not? Yeah. So something there was obviously a sign before what she experienced yes. that was like a trigger. Like you're yes. not. You shouldn't okay. be
0: going home. Her blood pressure was very oh. high mm-hmm. when okay. she left the hospital, and they did say to her like, "Hey, you need to look for these signs and symptoms." But all of those signs and symptoms of that mimic her being tired from being a first-time mom, being worn out from her labor. Oh yeah. She didn't, she couldn't distinguish, you know, what's normal what's abnormal. And she didn't have any medical background. I don't even know if I would have, if something was happening with me, because she always says too. if you ever hear her story, she always says like, I didn't want to be that person to like call and say, Hey, I'm not feeling that. How many times do we feel that as moms? We don't, we don't want to cry wolf when in fact, like, no, you should. This is why you have care providers. And so that's why I just announced that um, I added, it's called complication care that moms can reach out to my nurse and say, Hey, I'm, I'm having bleeding issues. What's going on? Which is great. Or blood pressure issues or uh, hemorrhoids or they're having questions about like their breasts or whatever it may be, any physical thing that they may be experiencing, they can make an appointment with my nurse and we get back to them within 24 hours. So it's not like you're sending a message to your portal and you know, it sits there for two or three days and you don't hear back and then you call and you're like, Hey, did you get my message? You know, it's like wham, bam, like you can make an appointment. It's 15 minutes and my nurse will, it's like triage. She'll triage you and she'll say, you know you can do xyz or if it's more of a medical necessity she will get me to have a consult with the patient I love that yeah we're ever evolving we're just kind of like okay what do the patient <laughs> what green? do they need <laughs> yeah, yeah it's
2: like you're evolving with what the patient needs which is so important mm-hmm. and probably changes all the time so
0: mm-hmm.
2: as far as like improving just overall postpartum care in general what do you think needs to happen is it is it just more people like you who start up these types of you know, postpartum care, healthcare businesses? Or what do you think needs to happen for this to just improve over the entire United States?
0: Yes, I think that there needs to be care tailored just to postpartum moms. I think that as I think we were talking about this before we even started recording, but moms, all their care goes to that baby, rightfully so. That little angel you spent 10 months almost creating inside of you and everyone wants to care for that child. And that child is well cared for. But then what ends up happening is that we're so focused on that child that we end up suffering because we put our needs on the back burner. I remember with my first, and I'm sure you guys can relate, is my husband would come up to me at like 4pm and be like, have you eaten today? Have you like, have you showered today? Have you done anything today? You know, and you're like, holy cow, I truly haven't, like, I haven't eaten, I haven't drank an ounce of water. So then that's when breastfeeding issues can come into, ta- like, people are like, my supply is dropping, I'm doing this. And I'm. my first question is, how are you taking care of yourself? You know, like, what mm-hmm. are you, what, I'm not a lactation consultant, we have a fabulous lactation team that we are partnered with, Indie Lactation Care, they're amazing. But uh, I do know some things, and it all starts with how are you taking care of yourself? Of course, you're not going to be able to provide what you need for your child if you're not taking care of yourself, you know? So mm-hmm. I think that it starts with just care. And my my ultimate, ultimate goal is to spread postpartum care of Indiana across the United States and have a nurse practitioner in every state telehealth that can see patients. That would be amazing. And then my second goal is to get it passed in legislation that postpartum care should be covered. I mean, absolutely, up to a year. I mean, it should be non-negotiable. Our late, our pregnancies are covered. Why is postpartum care not covered? I don't understand it. So, lots of changes yeah. need to happen. <sighs> Isn't that the yeah. truth?
2: <laughs> <laughs> so many changes. So many. But I, we just love what you're doing. And oh, I just think it's you. so important, which is why we wanted to have you on because I have never heard of this prior to Same. meeting meeting and quotations because we've only met through yes. Instagram and, I know, and I through know. the podcast, but I just find it so important. I know Carrie does and probably everyone listening to this too. So I just think obviously we have a long way to go, but I think it's amazing that you're kind of, I feel at the forefront of it and really using your voice and your education to, to help tell people about it, because it all starts with education. Honestly.
0: It does. You know, my patients that I have now, they're just like, I am so thankful that I found you. Like I have, I have some patients that are struggling with pelvic floor issues and they're like, where do I go? I'm like, Hey, I have a pelvic floor therapist. I'll send you right over here. Like, you know, they just had no direction. One is weaning off breastfeeding. She's like, I feel like a psychopath because my my hormones are fluctuating. And I don't know how to, I don't know what's wrong with me. I'm like, there's nothing wrong with you. You are having a, hor- like, this is what may happen, but you don't know what you don't know. And it is very scary when you're not prepared for it. You don't know what to look for. And so I, I pray and I hope that this is something that I'm super, and everyone on my team is super passionate about it. We're all moms. And we're all in it because we truly, truly want to make a difference in care and postpartum. Like we're not in it for any other reason but that.
1: You can tell that. And that's, that's, this is like, what's so cool is this is what Bailey and I, this is how passionate Bailey and I are about. Cause there's even for fitness for, for prenatal and postpartum fitness, there are so it's the, it's the fear factor. Everyone's so afraid. Like Am I going to do this? Am I going to do that? Like, just like for you, like there's these moms, like, am I doing this right? Like if you just had a good resource Mm -hmm. to serve someone to tell you, like, you're going to be, this is going to be good. This is normal. You know, like these are things we're all going through and you Mm -hmm. can train through it and you Mm -hmm. can be stronger. That's what, I mean, that's kind of what our passion, like we just got so fired up about it. It's like, well, you know what? If no one else is going to talk about it, then we are. Yes. Mm -hmm. Like that's how you can, you can hear it. Exactly. Yeah. I'm "I'm like,
0: well, shoot, I'm doing it. I'm going to do it. It, Yeah. (laughs) Like if no one wants to do it, I'll do it. And I don't think that it's that no one wants to do it. I just don't think people know how. And like I say, like what, what we're doing is completely like, I'm just like, Hey, we're in it for the ride we have a great plan and we have great strategies and care plans for our patients. And so far I believe that they are working. And so it just goes to show, I mean, no one's quit. (laughs) So, you know, none of my patients are like, you stink, I'm leaving. (laughs) They all are like, I just feel so relieved that you are here. Like it's just like a breath of fresh air. But, you know, I don't know if you guys saw what happened in Massachusetts with that mom (sighs) Yes. terrible. And they are saying that it was because of postpartum anxiety that turned into postpartum psychosis. And it's like, these things are real. And people from the outside yeah. may roll their eyes and say, you know what you're doing. And truly I have been, and I will admit it myself in a bout of rage when in my postpartum rage, not towards my children, but towards my husband, when I literally was like, Whoa, I cannot believe I just said that to you. I cannot believe that those words just came out of my mouth. Like, and it really does scare you, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I, it, it's so sad. It is so sad. And that could have been totally oh. prevented had she gotten the help that she needed.
1: Yep. That's like, so that's what, I mean, it is like, especially mental health in this country. I mean, um, that's a whole nother podcast. So it's like, you know, but you just, cause my sister's a psychiatric nurse practitioner and like adolescent. So I get to hear like, you know, it's just, and she's overwhelmed. Like you yes. everyone in that f- field is so overwhelmed and they want to do their part but the resources aren't there, the funding's not there. It's just right. like it's put so far on the back burner. It's like a lot of things could be solved in this country if we would just put a little bit more emphasis mm-hmm. on mental health.
0: Yes. Amen. Amen. I totally agree.
2: And you know, I something that you said that was interesting to me because I was thinking this the other day is when I asked you, you know, why do you feel this is being overlooked? Why do you feel like this is happening? And you said it's because a lot of the OBGYNs are just so busy. I can totally see that because for instance, I my yearly's coming up soon and I almost had to reschedule it and I called in. They're like, "Well, you're not we can't get you in until yeah. April." Yeah. And that's yeah. just for a yearly yeah. appointment, yeah. let yeah. alone like all the babies that she's yeah. probably and moms that she's dealing with and all the yeah. other things. And I was like, yeah wow, like
0: yeah. April? <laughs> yeah, I know. And then on top of that, they see adolescent, they see endometriosis yeah. issues, they see fertility I mean, issues, they more... see cancer. They, like, they, re- they make cancer referrals. Like it is, they are so overwhelmed. And it's interesting. If you guys go and ask your moms and your grandmas how their postpartum care was. They're like, what post? It hasn't changed at <laughs> Nothing. all. Nothing.
1: Nothing's evolved. No, there's Nothing. no... Everything else evolves except for postpartum care and mental health.
2: (laughs) (laughs) And you know what? Here we are. You you mentioned a good point, like separating the two. And I don't know anything about this, but is that ever something that could happen?
0: I mean, I've tried to see ways of why it couldn't happen. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's a money issue. I -hmm. think it's uh, let's, let's put these patients under one umbrella because we can save money or it's not been thought about, but it makes sense to me. I would totally be an OB if I could just see mamas and deliver babies. Mm -hmm. Hands down.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: But that's not the case. Yeah.
2: You just said that. And I was like, why can't that be?
1: I know. It it does make sense.
2: Yeah.
0: I don't know. Uh, Any OBs out there, let (laughs) us know. Let Let us us know if it's possible. I mean, let us know why not. Open up your own clinic. (laughs) Right. And because there's a lot of them
1: who start as both and then they decide, I don't want to deliver babies anymore because they don't want to be on call. And then they, yeah. So it's like, well, there's a reason. Maybe if you weren't, if if you weren't so overwhelmed, maybe that would never happen if you just started out and you know, who knows. And then
0: you could focus solely on delivering babies and, and we get a little bit more tender loving care postpartum. Mm -hmm.
1: Well, we just solved the problem. (laughs) Shoot. Are
0: you help? Are you healthy?
2: Come on. (laughs) Who do we need to call? Who
0: do we need on
1: this podcast? (laughs) Exactly! Come on.
0: University of Cincinnati, come on. Let's
1: go. Come on. Well, Stasia, this was awesome. Thank you so much for bringing light to this topic that, I mean, you know, we could probably spend hours. But before, before we go, we have to ask you our one question we ask all of our guests, especially once, once we're moms. Oh boy. We want you. I know. Well, this is a fun one. Okay. (laughs) Kind of. What is a messy? <laughs> what is a messy mom? What we call a momment or a moment okay. that you can remember? It can be real messy. It can be funny messy. And if you don't have one, just throw out some good postpartum advice.
0: Oh, like as no. in like it legit. I mean, I have three boys. <laughs> I know.
1: So that's. I mean, I, I mean, saying, she really doesn't have any trouble. I
0: think my messiness is constant. So, yes, but like, get day. your hands out of your pants. Why are you yeah. taking off your diaper and smearing it everywhere? Like, why did you just <laughs> yeah. pee over there? So that's a messy moment. But I think for for postpartum mom, know this, a couple of things. You are not alone and that this is a season that will pass. It is not forever. And it does feel like it is forever when you're in it, but it is not forever. That's, oh, my, yeah. that's my two cents. Oh yeah. That's good
2: advice. Cause it can feel very, very long, especially for yeah. people who are having any type of challenges. So. True.
0: And people like me that literally I was yes, 11 months postpartum, I got pregnant. I was 10 months postpartum, I got pregnant. So my postpartum truly hasn't stopped. And to navigate that I mean, through even like my own research and stuff like that is still hard for me. And I tell my patients that I'm like, listen, they're like, how are you doing this when you are, you literally have three, three and under, and you are in postpartum. I'm like, because it's also healing for me. And you know, that may be selfish, but I'm, I'm, I'm in it with them. I'm literally in the thick of postpartum with them. So I feel like that's Mm. really special for them. That is. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And
1: I mean that, you know, when you go through something and when you're in it, Mm -hmm. that drives that passion, which makes you a better provider, a better, I've read everything.
0: Amen. And it affirms, it just, it totally affirms, like I am totally doing this and I am so happy I am.
1: Oh yeah. Like, you know, credentials speak words. Experience also does.
0: Yeah. Oh, a (laughs) hundred percent. Yeah, You know,
1: you need, you, you really like having both is like mm-hmm. icing on the cake.
0: It is. Mm-hmm. It is. Yeah. So if anyone has any questions, I say this all the time, you can email me or message me on, on Instagram. I answer every single message, every single email. We were actually in the news on um, WRTV, ran a story on us a couple weeks ago, my girlfriend and I, Chelsea, who that all that happened to. And I think I had like 160 some emails and messages and all this stuff. And it took me like four or five days to answer them all. But I answered every single one of them because I am like, I am here for you. Thank you. And, you know, and everyone's just a lot of them was support. A lot of, uh, you know, I would say 80% of it was support and about 20% of it were patients that were like, I need help. But that is so amazing to me. Like. So I do, I answer every email and every message and I always, will. I don't care how big this gets. Like, I think it's important that, you know, you're humbled enough to know like, Hey, I'm not going to ever be an influencer. I'm never going to be like, none of my videos are filtered. I just, I, sometimes I only have two minutes and I'm like, Hey, here I am. Here's my thought. (laughs) Hey, stop peeing over there. Like it it (laughs) is what it is. So no, I love that. That's just how it will be.
1: Messy mom, right yes. there. yeah. messy mom moment right there Yeah, messy
2: mom moment right there well we <laughs> we've loved this every second of this so has been so much. valuable and you pretty much answered our last question um kind of the the wrap up is where yeah. our listeners can contact you said instagram and we'll put your handle in our show notes as well but can you just tell our listeners what your instagram
0: handle is yes it is ppcareindy so p p c a r e and then i n d y PPCareIndy. And then my email is Stacia, S-P-A-C-I-A at PPCareIndy.com.
2: Awesome. And again, we'll put those in the show notes for anyone who does want to reach out to Stacia and her team. But again, Stacia, thank you so much for coming on the Messy Mom Podcast. This has been so great. And I think one of the main themes of this podcast that really spoke to me, mom, is, is that if there is anything that feels off, that doesn't feel right, please, please contact someone, your health provider, whoever it may be, get it checked out because we want you feeling your best. So with that, we will see you next time. Bye, mamas. Bye, mamas.
1: Thanks so much for hanging out with us today. You can find us on Instagram at fitmaman30. That's fitmamain M A I N three zero. And let us know what you liked about this episode. We love hearing your feedback and what is resonating with you.
2: You can always find the links and resources mentioned in the show on our website, www.fitmamain30.com, along with our programs for prenatal, postnatal, and beyond. Until next time, bye mamas.